0: What's up? This is Devin Shaw. I'm here with Terry Samaris, and this is episode two of the ATO podcast. What uh the first one went so well, we're doing another. Last night, the Celtics were playing the Bucks. Celtics won. They shot or they hit the most threes in the history of the NBA
1: in a game. At least tied it. I don't know if they beat, they hit it. Like, I think the record was twenty. No, come on. I think it was like twenty-five. Or so. I think the Cavs. Really? I think the Cavs said. Yeah, that's it. what
0: I thought. But I thought they said it was. Was it a franchise record?
1: It was definitely it was okay. a franchise record. Okay, yeah. that's what it was. Yes. All right,
0: all right. I don't know. I'm listening to Tommy. It, <laughs> you have no idea what's going on, right? Um.
1: Yeah, because I mean, the most threes Clay hit fourteen last game. There exa- has to be more. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Uh, the Tommy Heinsohn has never heard of so many th- when he used to play shooting. Yeah. Did three pointers even exist? Taking t- taking twenty three three pointers yeah. in a game was yeah. uh, was ridiculous. Yeah, back there then. were no
0: threes and you couldn't dunk. Basketball was real weird. Exactly. Um, no. So anyway, the Celtics hit a franchise record amount of threes. The Bucks were still within the game. Yeah. I thought Giannis played okay. Yeah. In okay in okay thirty three and eleven. <laughs> yeah. I didn't think it was his best game, and somehow. The Celtics didn't blow him out. Mm-hmm. They allowed a twelve-zero run to start of the fourth quarter and got him back in the game. And then it was close the entire way.
1: Yeah, pretty much the whole fourth quarter was neck yeah. and neck. I mean, we'd pull away to six, but then uh, Middleton started getting a little bit hot towards the end of this uh, end of the quarter and just started yeah. hitting like back to back threes, and it just started clicking for them. They started getting a little bit more confidence as they were going. Uh, the Bucks were it, at least so, yeah.
0: Yeah, and yet uh, last podcast, I said the Bucks had been shooting more threes than they ever had as a team. They were shooting forty a game. Yeah. Last night they shot twenty nine. Oh wow. Yeah. Not many.
1: Yeah. We is that
0: considering we shot, you know, we almost doubled them.
1: Is that um? Is that the Celtics uh defense that caused them to shoot yeah, less threes like that? I okay. would
0: definitely credit that to Brad Stevens gotcha. and the system because. They went from shooting that many threes to only twenty
1: nine. Yeah, that's crazy. And it's uh, and it's it's important to point out that Semi got the start last night uh, because Jalen Brown was out. Dude looks like a truck. Yes, Kryptonite. Thirty three yeah. and eleven, Kryptonite. Yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> he's got the craziest hair I've ever seen. He looks like he's cut from granite. Yeah. It's wild. He's, I love watching that guy play. That dunk he had, his Oh, that helioop oop very, very clean. No, the one before that where he oh. caught the ball in the post and he just jumped
1: and did oh. a reverse dunk. Oh, I missed that.
0: Yeah, I did not know he oh, had that wow. in a, Good no, for him. No, he played well. Now, I'm I, we won, we beat an undefeated team, yep. and somehow I'm concerned. I told you all I'm <laughs> pessimistic. This is probably the best example of it. We should have blown them out.
1: Yeah, the way we are shooting for sure, yeah. yeah, and Kyrie was back, Kyrie shot unbelievable, looked great, his dribbling is second to none
0: Yeah, and he hit six threes Yeah Yeah, and Gordon Hayward played his best game as a Celtic, mm-hmm. I mean, that was, he played really well 18 and what? 18, 5 and 4 Beautiful yeah, that's a Gordon Hayward kid That's
1: a it's a that's a stat line I can get behind yeah, every six game.
0: six and eleven. That's all
1: star. Exactly, Gordon Hayward. Exactly, right Exactly, exactly. And he's getting more and more confidence every time he steps on the floor. Yeah. He has said that his ankle, he feels it all the time. He like he, yeah. this is something he's just gonna have to deal with as the season goes on. Um, I don't think he'll ever this season he'll be a hundred percent at yeah. all. He'll probably peak around like ninety or so. But uh, yeah, no, I mean he he played probably the best game of his like you said the Celtics, his Celtics career.
0: Yeah, and what's interesting, now that Gordon's kind of rounding in the form, mm. Tatum's taking a bad seat. <laughs> Isn't that weird? Yeah. No, that's kind of, you know, we relied on Tatum in the first few weeks. Cause Kyrie was fat, mm-hmm. allegedly. Allegedly. I mean, he's Tommy. fat for an athlete. I wouldn't say he's fat. No, no. But he lost that weight, I guess, because he, he, last night, he's had back-to-back great games. Yeah. And that, oh, that alley-oopy caught? Yeah, yeah. Oh, was, God. That was ridiculous. Under
1: the basket? Yeah. Good Lord.
0: Crazy. But anyway, so... What do you think? Do you think Gordon's officially back now?
1: I want to say yes. I think uh, there's still some concern. Um, I think he is still, um, his body language isn't, again, his defense is there, but people are still scoring on him. Like he's still playing good D, but he's still getting scored on, still kind of getting blown by yeah. uh, a little bit. And I think that's just going to, I think that'll get better as the season goes on because he does have hops. He, yeah. he, his, his LeBron esque chase down blocks like he does. Uh, yeah. He he is very good. He's very athletic when it comes to that. I think he just needs to get a little bit more confidence in his ankle, and uh, just know that he could, you know, take t- take it up a notch and 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 some in that aspect, you know.
0: I feel like half of Gordon's points in Utah were on backdoor alley oops. Yeah, exactly. Like the dude
1: can jump. Yeah, absolutely. And he hasn't. We haven't done any of those yet because we're yeah. terrified. That no, he's gonna... I can't have him doing those for no. at least forty games. Exactly. I'll have a panic attack. Exactly. My
0: hands will be clutching yeah. my chest.
1: Yeah, there. I have seen him. Like putting his hand up, looking for an alley open. The guy, the dribbler, whoever it is, is like, nah. nah. Kyrie has PTSD <laughs> yeah, from throwing yeah, that last exactly. one.
0: No, but I, yeah, to to echo what you were saying, Gordon got matched up on Giannis a few times yeah. last game, and it just it, went did, right it didn't him. look good. But I mean, anybody on that dude is just going to be a mismatch. Exactly. I mean,
1: unless you and you have the the perfect defender for him. is a semi Well, not perfect, but he's a hard body. Where yeah. you know, and that's what Giannis does. He puts his body on you and either goes by you or he gives you that shoulder and kind of just goes straight up because he's like, with his arm length, he's like an eight-foot-tall person and stuff like that. So uh, at least semi can kind of get a body on him and stop him from getting to the basket a little bit better than Hayward uh, could right now for sure, yeah.
0: Giannis has this one play, though. If he ever got really good at it, he'd be nearly unstoppable where he kind of dribbles to the free-throw line, bangs into you. Yes. And hits a fadeaway from the free-throw
1: line. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, when he if he gets that shot down, the NBA is going to be in a lot of trouble. But uh, what we we're talking about last uh, last podcast is his uh, his percentage, his uh, field goal percentage beyond five feet is atrocious. Yeah, it's uh, like five and forty three or something like that. And uh, last night's game showed that exactly. He couldn't hit anything outside the paint.
0: I I took notice of one thing. He took one three last night, and it was at the end of the at game. At the end of the and game, and it man. was really ugly. Yeah, but at one point. He got a he got the opportunity. He was wide open at the top of the three point line, mm-hmm. and he missed it. Yes. He oh no, he didn't even take it. He was wide open. Yeah. And he kicked it. Yeah. To a to like a defend like to a very defended player. Yeah. And I'm like, dude, you you got to take that shot.
1: I agree. I um, agree. But when again, that's one of those things, and um, you know, Celtics fans want to give Philly all the shit in the world because Marco Fultz can't shoot and Ben Simmons can't shoot, but we give every, everyone in the NBA gives Giannis a pass uh, for whatever reason, but obviously his numbers are a lot better than the other guys, uh, so I think that's why he gets a pass, and he's still young, he's still developing, and everyone knows if he gets that jump shot down, he's going to be the top three player in the league every year. Last night,
0: the Celtics would have been in trouble if Middleton had started well. Yes. He played yeah. really poorly to start yeah. the game. He was missing everything. Yeah, and, and he then... came in
1: uh, hard down the stretch.
0: Yeah. yeah, and that's why the game was close. If he had been playing to full you know, full speed, full, full strength. Full yeah.
1: 2018 playoffs, oh, my God. Dude, that guy scares me. <laughs>
0: Dude. I remember hearing a few years ago Danny Ainge wanted to trade for him, and I was like, why the hell do you want Chris Middleton? Yeah, I, I see now why I, now, yeah. yeah. Now I see. You're yeah.
1: absolutely wet from three.
0: Yeah, and so last podcast, also I said the Bucks were doing a great job minimizing three-point attempts and – Three point makes from the opposing team, and that bit me in the ass because <laughs> the Celtics great. played so well from beyond the arc. Yeah. There was one play that really, really made me realize how hot Marcus Morris is. Yeah. Horford kicks one out. He's kind of wide open. He's on, you know, the the right side, right middle, three point side. He kind of waits till the other defender collapses on him. He's double covered and he just drills the three. And he had 17 points last night. His confidence is soaring right now. It's scary. Yeah. And, you know... He, he doesn't think he can miss. The third highest scorer on the team last night, off the bench, he's playing out of his mind, mm-hmm. and he's just hitting shot after shot after shot. This cannot last. We cannot be relying on Marcus no. Morris to be our third scoring option. No. Or second in some cases. Yeah, most games. Right. games. Seriously. Yeah. So right now... Kyrie played incredibly well last night. Gordon played his best game as a Celtic, and we still barely beat the Bucks at home. Yeah, yeah, but I think the crowd was very energized last yeah. night, and I think it started
1: when the Red Sox went onto the court with the World Series trophy. Mm-hmm. Alex Cora, man, he's got a way of pumping people up. Yeah, yeah, and you can see all the Celtics fans in the house, just like that's our goal. Yeah, like, a Yankees suck chant was <laughs> echoing through the garden. Absolutely, and it seems like all all. All the players on the Celtics know what the goal is this year. It's not number one in the East. It's not, you know, best record in the NBA. It's banner 18. And, you know, when the Red Sox take the floor, they hold up the trophy. Fans feel it. The players feel it. They know it's title town here. That's the goal at the end of the year. And I, th- I you just want them to have their laser sights focused on that. And it, you don't need to blow out every team, like, yeah. with the Bucks 7-0. I mean, there's a reason they're 7-0. They're a really good team. Um, but with... Uh, the Celtics, you know, it's going to be a progress. You're you're adding two of your best players back into the mix that went to the Eastern Conference Finals. You as well as much as you do want to get off to a hot start, go seven and 10 and zero, whatever. i almost getting uh, humbled early in the season, having a couple bad losses and getting better game to game, which is what we're doing. Is it was almost a better sign. Yeah. I mean, obviously, we we want Tatum to be playing a little bit better right now. We want Jalen to be playing a little bit better right now, but. You know, it's a long season, and uh, I think we could just, uh, as long as we improve game to game, and I think that's Coach Stevens' mantra right now. Yeah. Um, I got no problem. Play with that.
0: good defense and learn how to play together on offense. Absolutely. I feel like Tatum's forcing shots right now.
1: Yeah. And deep twos, too. Like, yeah, he's taking those Kobe he, those shots. Those Kobe shots. Like, Kobe, I, I mean, Kobe was taking those shots. Was he taking them in his second year? Was he taking them in I, his. I, I don't know. Yeah. I don't I don't think he was. I mean, th- that was a shot that just developed over time. By, like, his fourth or fifth year, it was, yeah. it was wet. But, yeah, I think Jay, uh, Jason's settling for deep twos a little too much. He wants to hit that that pull-up Jimbo in his defender's face every time. Yeah. And, um, you know, th- they're not high-percentage shots. I don't care who you are unless you are Kobe or, you know, whatever.
0: But he did hit the key <laughs> shot that... Ended that 12 run in the fourth quarter. Mm-hmm. I think it was like. I
1: think it was a three, right? Yeah, he had a three. Yeah, and, and it was ended the
0: run. Yeah. But Jalen didn't play last night. What do you think about that? Cause
1: well, last uh, podcast, I said maybe moving Jalen to the bench would make the Celtics starting unit a little bit better and including Baines into the starting lineup who's taking. We got to Baines, we'll by get the Baines. We'll get the Baines in a sec. But with Jalen, you know, I think it might be just too many people on the court at the same time. Too many of the same people on the court. Not too many people. We're not going to play with yeah. four people on the court. But, um, yeah, I mean, between Tatum, Gordon, and uh, even Kyrie and Horford, those are all – I mean, not Horford. He's he's a great distributor. He he doesn't he doesn't need spotlight. But um, but he took a lot of shots last he, he night. He did take 11 threes. 11 threes, hey. When you got Kyrie drawing two defenders on his drive and he just literally kicks it out to you, what are you not going to shoot? Um, so, yeah, I think it's uh, I think it's um, I, I don't mind Horford taking that many shots. But with Jalen being out for the game, it did a, give us a chance to see what this starting lineup would look like with Baines um, in there instead of uh, Jalen. And, you know, it actually looked pretty good, to be honest. We had we had early. We kept we kept the pace up. We, we, we rebounded. Um, we it, we didn't see Jalen going three versus one on a fast break attempt um, and just literally just dribbling it, you know off his foot or whatever so I didn't mind getting a nice preview of what Jalen on the bench would look like even though we didn't get a real preview yeah but um him not in the starting lineup
0: you said something interesting about Jalen's assist numbers oh
1: yeah and
0: I find it pretty odd that he's not getting more than an assist a game in an offense
1: that's all about right you know ball movement even last year yeah I mean I think he averaged 1.6 assists a game you know, you can get an assist by accident a lot of the times. I by, could get an assist out there, and it, I can't play basketball. Exactly. It just seems like he he has a scoring mentality right now. Um, I th- he must. I'm, I'm guessing in practice he's great. I don't know. I he, but because when he goes into the game, he has so much confidence. He he's taking these pull up fade away shots from like the free throw line while like drifting to his side, and you know it's like a fifty fifty shot. But I mean, they're not really going in yet, so. Um, it, it, Again, his assist numbers and a stacked offense are leaves leaves a lot to be desired.
0: Yeah, I feel like the assist number is very indicative of his game right now, mm-hmm. and he he should be passing more. Yeah, you have somebody like Kyrie, who's one of the best shooters in the game, and he passes the ball constantly with yeah. open to a fault. in yeah, the first yeah. few games it was he was overpassing. Yeah, but Jalen's offense should be corner threes and. An occasional drive to the basket, yeah. fast break offense. He's so and long.
1: Back, back door alley oops. That's he, what his offense should I be agree. right now. I agree. I mean, the one on one, just taking your guy. I mean, he, his his uh, his list of move repertoire of moves is not like yeah. crazy. A lot of it's just pump fake and try to go by your guy. Uh, he's not really putting together like that, um, like crazy of an offensive skill set yeah. yet. You know, I mean, he has a lot of time to develop. Now, now so. on
0: on the pump fake drive to the basket that should work hypothetically in this yeah. offense where everybody's a shooting weapon or a shooting threat and they're trying to collapse on whoever's getting the ball so if you can get somebody to jump he should have the basket but for some reason it doesn't always work
1: yeah and it was uh, that was his go-to move in the playoffs and in the off season you know the gms or the coaches they do their homework they look at tape they yeah. do their scouting reports and they go wow this guy catches the ball and he Pump fakes and he tries to go around his defender almost every time. So I think we're going to see a lot of guys not biting at his initial pump fake um, to get going, and it's going to make it harder for him to actually uh, get you know points. Yeah. Now, do you think the Celtics took too many th- threes last night? Well, you know, it's weird. The NBA is completely different than what it was uh, even five years ago. I mean, it seems every. Team is averaging fifty, not fifty, but forty three pointers a game. So to put up fifty five, it's high, but you know it's just a different league nowadays. So I don't, I'm not worried about it because we have so many three point shooters. I don't hate anybody not taking a three on our team. Maybe Baines. Yeah, I I mean mean, he took five threes. He took five threes. He he had never. He just learned a three point shot in the playoffs last year. Yeah. Fun stat: He actually has more threes this year uh, than Markel Fultz and Ben Simmons combined. Jesus, Christ. isn't that twisted? Um, so how, yeah. <laughs> how is Philly gonna win a game, dude? I mean, you need shooters in Philadelphia, and uh, the only one they have is JJ Redick es- and Joel Embiid, and uh, yeah,
0: essentially, what's happening right now is Milwaukee did what Philly should have done. Exactly,
1: Divincenzo, they went ahead yeah. of Divincenzo,
0: so Giannis can just drive and kick it. Yeah,
1: and they have four good shooters in the lineup at most of the time. Yeah, yeah. Bogdan Middleton uh Bledsoe can shoot threes he's yeah, not, he's Bledsoe, off to a bad start but he can shoot Bledsoe's
0: the problem in Milwaukee you right think now. so I mean it's hard to say he's the problem that when sucks. they're undefeated I, I just know, right? don't
1: like him as a player though. really no I don't hate him He he's so talented but he just uh I don't know it's, I don't know what it is they could
0: use another point
1: guard you think so yes Matthew uh, Del- Delvedova is not yeah, doing it for you DN-
0: <laughs> DNP last night also my man Thon Maker DNP didn't play did not play. Absolutely murdered us in the playoffs
1: last year. Yeah,
0: I don't think he's played a lot this season. I think he has a few DMPs. It's that like uh, injury or just? No, just coaches like, wow. nah. Well, a new coach. He's probably looking at him like, what is this guy? What is this guy? Seven, he's an alien. He's seven not.
1: Seven-foot-three, three-point shooter? What the hell? Yeah, he's like <laughs> a point-center,
0: <laughs> th- pull-up three-point guy. That's not going to yeah, work. Yeah, it's, it's a weird spot. But Baines and Horford took 16 threes combined. Yeah. And that's because, for some reason, Brooke Lopez was not... He was just... Not cloudy. He was collapsing on pick and rolls and just leaving him mm-hmm. wide open.
1: Yeah. How many did Horford hit, do you know? Three. Oh, he only went three for 11? Okay. He went three for
0: 11, which is pretty bad. But I think he hit
1: back-to-back ones, which were huge. Yeah, to start like the game, like, oh, he play, okay. he hit a few threes. Gotcha. And then... Got his confidence up. Well,
0: not only that. I mean, if you're wide open, you're wide open. You gotta take the shot. Well, unless you're Aaron Baines. I mean, that dude, that is the ugliest I, shot I've ever it's seen. It's ugly, uh,
1: but, I mean, I, it... it, it yeah, I don't want to say it's hitting, but, I mean, I think he started the game 0 for 3 and then hit 1 or something. Yeah. The crowd was yelling at him, let not take any more threes. Uh, that's got to sting for his confidence because he actually has been decent percentage-wise hitting threes dating back to last year in the playoffs. But um, to hear the whole home crowd, like, Yell no once you catch the ball on the perimeter That's it's market kinda, smart Yeah, Marcus he, smart stuff. I'm sure they talked about it on the bench Like Marcus how do you deal with that And he's just like I just keep shooting man I don't give a shit Yeah
0: Marcus <laughs> had uh, On one of the possessions earlier in the game I think it was right when he got in the game everybody was shooting three So Marcus naturally was like I gotta start shooting Yeah threes. exactly He just had the ball dribbled up court pull up three Like bro you're not Kyrie yep, no, don't do that no. His heat checks are some of the worst in the league It wasn't dude it was like not even a heat <laughs> check It was like an off the bench check <laughs> He hadn't even shot yet. I don't All right, think. Let's see if
1: I got it. And, yeah, I, do- and oh wait, doink. <laughs> shocker! I don't have it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, but what, again, probably what he's told Baines, he's like, "I'll oh, just dive on the dive on the ball next time it's loose. Yeah, you'll get yeah, the crowd right yeah, back yeah, on exactly." Side. <laughs> no, but it,
0: I'm still kind of surprised we didn't blow him out last night because after watching that game, you're just like, "My God, they're hitting so many threes. Yeah. They're playing the defense they want to play. Yeah. Giannis is not playing that well, I don't think personally." Yeah. He said it was the C game for his team. Wow. Yeah. C game, and they almost beat us in Boston. Yeah. Budenhoser said that they played pretty well. They played the game that they all, they kind of wanted to play. Mm-hmm. I don't know how it's kind like, you gave up, you allowed them to shoot 55 threes. That's a lot.
1: Yeah. That's not what you've been doing all season. Right. So I Off game for them. I mean, you're not gonna you're not gonna win every game. Yeah, they're not gonna go
0: eighty two and up. Yeah,
1: exactly. They're allowed to have an off game. I mean, you can't get too wrapped up in a loss on the road against an East favorite if you're the Bucks. And same with the the Celtics. You can't get, you know, wrapped up in you know, having a close game against an undefeated team this early in the season, uh, again, I, I agree that it it had all the makings for a blowout and it didn't happen. I would have loved to see Gino last night, but yeah, we kind of just let him back in in the fourth quarter, and but if anything, it's good to see that they can answer. Like, the, yeah, we got punched in the mouth early in the fourth quarter and let him right back in, but it's the way we uh, responded to that. We could have just. You know, oh, it's not going our way, yada yada. But Kyrie was Kyrie, and he had a great fourth quarter, great game, really, and yeah. uh, just uh, kind of took over.
0: Ultimately, I think the shooting's getting a little better for the Celtics, it is,
1: but Rozier still's not shooting too well. Feel bad for him, uh, not yeah. feel bad for him, but I he can definitely be a starter. He's the uh, face of Puma, bro. He's yeah, got sure. to play a little better. He can be the he can be a starter on half the teams in the NBA, I think. And yeah. He's, he's he's reduced to what eight, 20 minutes a game. Yeah, and he's eighteen and, and minutes and a game.
0: And so the problem is when he gets those. 18, 20 minutes, he's playing like he's Kyrie. Yeah, he's, and normally I, I do think he's a very good point guard. Right now I think he's off. I think a lot of the pl- the shooting is off on the Celtics right now. Yeah, yeah. But I don't know. I would love to see a lot
1: more out of Rosier. Thankfully, again, Marcus Morris is playing the way he is. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, it was a good win for the Celtics last yeah. night. I think it's going to be good for them down the road. Uh, but we got the Pacers coming up yeah. on Saturday. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, the the, uh, Pacers are actually going to be coming off a back-to-back. They're playing the Bulls tonight. In Chicago. In Chicago. So it will be back-to-back with a little bit of travel in between. And uh, Celtics are going to have a couple days rest. So uh, Pacers, they're off to a decent start to the year. They're beating a lot of bad teams. Um, They're not really a a powerhouse yet. But between Oladipo, Sabonis, and Bogdanovich, they have a pretty good core over there. Yeah. Uh, Miles Turner as well as their center. As as their center, Um they just re up with pretty big money? Yes, so, so yeah, they think a lot of they them. They do, they do. So uh, the Pacers are, um, they will be a playoff team this year. Uh, and you said that you thought that they won that trade a hundred percent with uh, Oklahoma City from yeah, last no, year. Yeah, and it, yeah.
0: I mean, they at the time I remember thinking this is the worst trade I've ever seen. The Celtics could have done way better, but right. then. You know, I guess Oklahoma City did keep him. Yeah, keep, did keep George. Exactly. Yeah. If he had fled, oh god, that trade would have been that would have gone down as one of the worst trades ever. Yeah. Because yeah, Oladipo is now All NBA. NBA. I think oh, he was All NBA third team wow. last year. So, you know, the Celtics are lucky going into this game because Oladipo is like very sick right now. Like not like sick, like cough sick. Yeah. And last night in the game against the Knicks, which they barely pulled out. He said he was having trouble breathing on the Oof. court. So maybe I, I doubt playing it back to back is gonna help with a with a pretty nasty cold. Right. But is a very good player. And I'm curious to see who they put on him to start the game because
1: I don't know if I like Kyrie playing defense against Oladipo. No, no. It's definitely gonna be if Jalen's back, he'll definitely he'll definitely play him. Or maybe even if if he's out I wouldn't be surprised if we start semi again. Uh yeah, that just be. just to Put on Oladipo. I, I, he might be a little oversized for Oladipo because he's a lot. Of, he's very quick. Yeah, uh, and can get by him probably a little bit easier. But um, yeah, I can't. You can't put Kyrie on Oladipo because he can just. Uh, but the thing that I love about Kyrie is he's trying on defense. So and he's like he's all over the place. Yeah. Um, always putting his body on the line. Right now, I, he was the same way last year too. You can see how um aggressive he was being on defense. Good aggressive. And as the season went on, I'm I'm not sure if it had to do with his injury or not, but it just seemed like it started uh, going down a little bit. My but guess it had to do with the fact that his knee felt like it was on
0: fire. That constantly. too, very possible. Yeah, but I, no, I'm actually a really big fan of this Indiana team. I know this is a rough start to their season. They're they're only beating bad teams. Sure. What what do you know of the record? Were they like four and four or something? I think like they're it? five and three. Five and three. Yeah, they're the fourth seed in the East, and I actually think they're going to finish as the, as the fourth seed. I okay. think they're better than Philly. Gotcha. I think they're clearly better than Detroit. Um, I don't know. I like Indiana's roster. I don't think they can compete with us mm. on a, in a series. Now, can no. they beat us in one game at home? Yeah. Of course. I don't think they are on a back-to-back, though.
1: I don't know who's going to cover. I feel like Gordon's going to have a big game in that game. It's very possible. I could see that. Return the Butler area. Yeah. yeah. Showing back to, up. Back to Indiana. Same with Coach Stevens. He's yeah. from He's from Indiana, right? Yes. Yeah. 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 So, uh, yeah. And if you remember last year, this is the game... In India, I mean, it's not an easy place to play, but this is the game where uh, Rosier got the game-winning steal and the game-winning layup on a bad pass from Bogdanovich, who should have just been fouled and went to the free-throw line, but he yeah. threw an errant pass or whatever. Um, so this is a tough place to play. We have history there, but, you know, we're the Celtics, and we're our expectations are through the roof. So a lot of people are probably thinking that we're going to win. The line for this game isn't out yet uh, because— Indiana plays tonight, so they don't want to put a line out. But my guess is the Celtics will be favored by, like, three points or something like that. Probably. And, um, you know, uh, they'll be, it'll be tough to say.
0: I have a lot of faith in the Celtics versus the Pacers. Yeah. And here's why. The Pacers, when they're playing bad teams, shoot, shoot well, shoot threes. They, they play how you're supposed to play basketball. When they're playing good teams with good coaches – they're getting forced into terrible, terrible, like, mid-range shots that they're just not hitting. The Celtics have one of two, one of the two best coaches in the NBA. Yeah. I say the best, but a lot of, you know, a lot of people like Popovich. Of course, of course. I think, like, what they did with Milwaukee last night, where they forced them off the three-point line, they're going to do the same thing with the Pacers. Yeah. Now, does that mean a big game for Sabonis? It could. I think Horford can do a good job playing sabonis and you know keeping him out of the paint mm-hmm. i just don't i think it's going to be a, one of those games like last night where you don't feel like they're they're playing that well and i think milwaukee is much better than the pacers yeah but they're not going to be shooting threes the celtics will hit their threes yeah and it's it, when you when it's a three versus two game constantly i like the celtics chances and the Pacers and, and the uh, Bucks, excuse me, have a much better roster to adapt to that style. Where yeah. Middleton and they have a lot of players that can hit twos, they're old school. I just don't see the Pacers staying in this game, especially off a of back to back when your star player is
1: battling a cold. Right, right. They, I mean, we don't even know if Old is going to play or not. They, on the second part of a back to back, they might just be like, I, you're not feeling well, let's sit you. I wouldn't be shocked if they sit him against Chicago, so he's oh, ready to play us. Oh, that's a good idea. Yeah, yeah, because I mean, you, you could you, probably still beat the Bulls you without steal a W for sure. Yeah, well, the Bulls put up a pretty good game against the Warriors the other night, so uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, so you know, yeah, you never yeah. know with that. Um, but, but yeah, yeah, I don't know. I see,
0: I see a pretty big win for the Celtics against the Pacers, double, double digits. Little Gino I, on the road, I think so. A little road Gino, yeah, yeah. In India, yeah, there's not much to do in Indianapolis, so. Big W and get on a plane. Yeah, exactly. They're not going to be out partying the night Unless before. Unless they go to Brad Stevens' parents' house or whatever right. and have some home cooking. Yeah, do some um, cow tipping. The key to this game is obviously stopping Victor Oladipo, who's become a very good player in this league and one of the best players in the Eastern Conference. Bogdanovich, their second-leading scorer, which is still kind of surprising to me, could have a big game. I don't see it. I do, I do see the Celtics winning by double, double digits, playing their brand of basketball.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I don't think they're going to shoot 55 threes and shoot 43%. Doubt it. But even if they shoot 38%, they'll still beat the Pacers. Yeah. And Jalen will be back. I'm thinking a big Gordon game, big Tatum game. Kyrie. Kyrie having a good game. I don't 12, see it. 12 yeah. and 13.
1: Something like that. Yeah. <laughs> I,
0: I just, you know, we'll see. I'll probably be wrong like I was with the Bucks game uh, yeah, where, the, you know, they – they shot fewer threes than I thought they would. And they gave up more threes than I thought they
1: would. But you know, I told you I was going to give you bad hot takes. That's very true. Hey, yeah, hot takes are hot takes. They're lukewarm takes. We don't know. If, we don't know if they're going to be good until it happens. See, but, that's the thing uh-huh. about basketball. It's just you know anything could happen. And there's so many games. It's like always a shit show, kind of. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I, I I agree with you. I think the Celtics are going to win tomorrow night. I don't know if they're going to kill, but I think we're rolling. I think we've won we've won four in a row now after a pretty rough start. The defense is on point. Uh, the offense is starting to get going, and a lot of our injured guys Kyrie Gordon they're getting back they're getting acclimated frankly I'll take losses at the beginning of the season they have Gordon and Kyrie playing basketball again playing well so very exciting
0: yeah so we'll see you again you'll hear from us after the Celtics Pacers game I'm putting a big W on this one I'm putting a big W right, let's do it but thanks for listening to the ATO podcast I'm Devin Shaw that's Terry Samaris, and we'll see you next week